Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Luke chapter 8, verse 22. I remember my first three years of marriage, I, you know, Shannon and I just had such a rough time. You know, we got married and we thought everything was going to be blissful as every young couple does when they get married. It's like, everything's going to be wonderful. Get married and then we hit some financial snags and some, some difficulty and selfishness as you are when you're young and just trying to navigate that. And man, it was just so hard. It was so hard. And I remember crying out to the Lord, Lord, why? And, and, and yet now looking back on that, you know, I was thinking at the time, I was thinking, I can't be a pastor you know, with this woman, <laughs> you know, I was like, if it was her fault or something like that, it wasn't, it was more me probably than her. But I remember thinking, you know, I'm supposed to be a pastor and, and I can't, I can't be married to her and be a pastor. There's no way, you know, and I thought my life was over looking back on it. I don't know how I could, how, how I could do what I do without having had that experience. How can I be careful with somebody if I haven't suffered? How can I minister to them and give them hope if I haven't received that hope? Right, And so it's necessary as we go through these things. Every storm is a new opportunity to freak out. (laughs) Or a new opportunity to say, okay, this is what my response is going to be. I'm going to trust the Lord and I'm going to go through this with patience and wait on Him for the solution. And, you know, I, I think this is oftentimes every time we go through a storm, it's an opportunity to come to Jesus in a fresh and new way, in maybe a more earnest way than you ever have before, to come to him and say, Lord, see what's going on in my life. And and yet Jesus lets us go through this. And just like a good parent allows their children to go through things, and a good parent says no oftentimes, and a good parent will will even allow their child to be angry with them and even say mean things sometimes. I don't like you, or I hate you, or I can't believe you. I wish I wasn't in this family, you know. All because the parent allows them to go through the things that they have to go through because they know that it's for their best. So So Jesus is sleeping in his humanity, but now we get to see his awesome deity. Could you imagine what this would have been like? Peace be still, and all of a sudden, perfect calm. And maybe you've seen God come through with things, come through for you like that in the midst of your storm. I had a friend actually, he was doing a, it was a, it was a huge funeral, it was an important funeral. I can't remember what the circumstances were, but it was, it was a ton of people there from the community. He's a pastor in Pocatello. And as you know, it's always windy in Pocatello. There are days when it's extra windy. And that's what they have. Their forecast is super windy or extra windy, you know. So he was there and it was a, it was a super windy day, extra, extra super windy day. And it was just really bad. And they were having an outdoor funeral service for a really important funeral. And he got up and he, 
and his wife was like shocked when he when he said it. He's like, you know what? We're gonna pray that Jesus stops this wind. And she's like, what are you thinking? That's what she's thinking. She's like, what are you thinking? But he just had the faith. And so he got up and he said, Jesus, we need this wind to stop right now. And boom, it stopped. And what a witness. I mean, that could have been disastrous, right? But he did, and, and the Lord did it. And, and how many times in your life have you prayed and said, Lord, help me in this situation? And he just answered it. Like I said, some days he calms the sea. Other days he calms me. And he says, no, I just want you to go through this. You're going to be fine. I'm going to get you to the other side. We're going to land on the other side. Psalm chapter 107, I love this. It's really interesting. It says, Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. Let them sacrifice the sacrifice of thanksgiving and declare His works with rejoicing. Those who go down to the sea in ships, who do business on great waters, they see the works of the Lord and His wonders in the deep, for He commands and raises the, the stormy wind, which lifts up the waves of the sea. They mount up to the heavens and they go down to the depths. Their soul melts because of the tr- because of trouble. They re- reel to and fro and stagger like drunken men, and they are at their wit's end. Sounds pretty familiar, doesn't it? They cry out to the Lord in their trouble. And he brings them out of their distress. He calms the storm so that the waves are still. Then they are glad because they are quiet. So he guides them to their desired haven. Isn't that cool? It's like right in the middle of the Old Testament is this recount prophecy of this very event. And no doubt many people probably took refuge in this psalm when they're finding themselves in trouble on the sea still to this day. But this, it, they cry to the Lord, to Jehovah, to the God of all creation. And he calms the storm. In this story, who do they cry out to? The Lord God of all creation, Jesus, who's asleep in the boat. And he calms the storm. Verse 25, but he said to them, where is your faith? Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> Has he ever said that to you? I'm sure he does more than you, than you want to know. Where is your faith? And they were afraid and marveled, saying to one another, who could this be? Wow. They still had questions, didn't they? Who could this be? For He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey Him. They've seen Him heal the sick. They've seen Him cleanse the leper. They've seen Him do those things. But this is like elements. You know, the earth and the wind. and the, I mean, how can he? who could this be? They should have had faith. And yet, this is, this is way, way bigger. They should have remembered, he says, let's cross over to the other side. Right? We should remember when he tells us, this is how it's going to go. He didn't say, let's go to the middle and die. He didn't say, let's go to the middle, you die, I'll walk across. Certainly he could have. And it comes down to his word. And I, I think we do good to learn to understand that he is faithful. He is faithful. But he does take us through the storms and he takes us through the storms. And sometimes it takes us to be tested by the storm in order for us to believe that he is faithful. To know he's really with us. That he's going to protect us. That he's going to take care of our needs. 
He says in John chapter 14, verse 27, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither be afraid. Let it be afraid. Don't, don't let your heart be afraid. Don't let your heart be troubled. And so what does that mean? When I start to feel troubled, when I start to be afraid, I need to say, okay, wait a minute. That's not from Jesus. That's not from Jesus. That's either from me or that's from the enemy. That's not from Jesus. And so I need to put up the shield of faith and say, okay, I'm going to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. I'm going to stand on the promise of God. He tells me that he gives me peace. Peace he gives to me. Not as the world gives. The world doesn't give peace. And so I'm going to stand in that peace. I'm going to stand in that space. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 through 6. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have, you know, even this Christmas. For he himself said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Isn't that amazing? We don't have to fear. We don't have to worry about what people are saying or what people are trying to do to harm us or to, to attack us or whatever. What can man do to me? The Lord is my helper. The Lord is my refuge and my strength, my strong tower. He is all those things. Not to mention the promise of provision. Philippians 4.19, my God will provide all my needs through his riches in Christ Jesus or his promise for strength and ability. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Do we believe that? That I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me? Do I believe that he is going to provide for all of my needs through his riches in Christ Jesus? Do I, do I believe that he's going to give me wisdom? James chapter 1 verse 5. He gives to all men liberally and without reproach. All I have to do is humble myself and ask for it. And believe it by faith that he's going to give it to me. Because God's promises are not only amazing, but they're real. Now, what was the conclusion of this? Guess what? Verse 26, and they sailed to the country of the Gadareans, which is opposite Galilee. They landed there and they faced the legion of demons, which we'll talk about next time. But they were there. They landed safely on the shore, just as Jesus said. And so it is with your life and my life. Jesus is taking us where he wants to take us and he's going to deliver us there. And all things are going to work together for good to those who love God and to those who are the called according to his purpose. That's you and me if you place your trust in Jesus. And so as we enter into 2022, we can have complete confidence that Jesus is guiding us and he's with us. Amen. Let's pray. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, Call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.